At Brand Mary, we believe in the power of storytelling. So we're on a mission to help entrepreneurs own and monetize their story through personal branding and advanced marketing strategies. Build a brand, market with ease, create more income and impact. Welcome to the Brand Mary Podcast. Hey there, welcome back to the Brand Mary Podcast. I am super jazzed to have another all new episode for you this week. We're gonna continue our conversation on marketing and focus on email copywriting. So if you can remember back to episode 33, which was released in January of 2022, I started sharing some more information on growing your email list. The importance of an email list the step-by-step of ultimately what you need to grow it and some of my top strategies to use your email list to ultimately sign clients. Today, I want to talk about the actual copy that you will be sending your growing audience, hopefully weekly, in your email marketing strategy. So, This is kind of a continuation or let's say a part two of that episode. So definitely make sure you go back and listen to episode 33 of the podcast if you haven't tuned into that yet, because that's going to give you a solid foundation uh, and overview of email marketing. But since today we're focused on our email copy tips. I've got five, yeah, five hot tips for you. And as with all of my other tips, there are also sub tips inside. So who knows how many we actually got. But my ultimate goal here is to help you convert your email subscribers. I mean, y'all, the reality is that you can have a growing email list, which is amazing. It's definitely something that we teach inside of Brand Mary Academy. But, 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 but if you don't, right, if you aren't utilizing that email list, if you don't know how to write your copy, if you don't know how to convert them and ultimately lead them to the sale, then you just have a giant list, right? You just have a list of people, hopefully potential clients that aren't actually resulting in revenue for your business. So I always look at email marketing as kind of a two-step approach. One is getting those consistent leads coming in, which of course we teach all those advanced marketing strategies inside of Primary Academy. And then also it's about taking that list and focused on warming them up, nurturing them, and converting them, leading them to the sale, which is also what we teach inside of Brand Mary Academy. And good news, if you are not a member of Brand Mary Academy, hopefully you will be soon, but if you're not, I'm giving you an opportunity to attend a special workshop that I am sharing at the end of this month. I am ultimately going to be sharing how to turn your email subscribers into sales fast. It is going to be happening on March 24th and you can get your tickets right now for that event. You can go to brandmary.com slash email and sign up to join me for that two-hour workshop. So this is an exclusive workshop for Brand Mary Academy uh, members. They always get free tickets to my live events, but if you are not an Academy member, of course, there is still time later this year when we open doors, you have an opportunity to get in on this workshop. This is a must, must, must for every single business owner because it's not enough to just have an email list. We want to convert those into sales. I made my first 
I signed my first client with 10 people on my email list. It was a $3,000 sale. I made $15,000 in my business with less than 100 people on my email list. I hit six figures with only a couple thousand. And so I've always been, at every single stage of my business, I've always been really focused on converting email subscribers into sales and how to do that, how to nurture them, how to show up for them, deliver incredible content. If you're on my email list, you've had a sneak peek of this, right? You've seen how I show up, how I create awesome content and how I'm not afraid to talk about my offers. So if you want all my mad skills and you want a full behind the scenes on how I do this in my business, go ahead, head to brandmary.com slash email and get your ticket for that live workshop. Okay, so let's talk about these tips I got for you today, all right? So the very first copy tip, right, is to have a healthy list, all right? So what I mean by healthy list is that you want to make sure that your list is actually opening up your emails. Now, as I mentioned in my last email episode in January, there have been some changes with this lovely thing called the iOS, which I feel like is giving every marketer just straight up cringe worthy feelings. But essentially, yes, Apple or iMail users can now choose to opt out of tracking. And I think it's important to be really transparent about that as somebody who teaches this. So yes, your open rates and your click-through rates can be a little skewed. Uh, your data will, maybe you'll see an increase in open rates and an increase in click-through rates because essentially what is happening is because people have opted out of that tracking, we're just seeing it as an open and as a click for every single email we sent, which again, sucks as marketers. I'm totally there with you, but it doesn't change the fact that email marketing is still gold and still works. But yes, you your data will be a little wonky. This is why it's so important to have a healthy list. Now, one of the ways that we have a healthy list is by making sure that we delete anyone that's not opening up our emails. So I use a tool called ConvertKit, which is my number one recommended email platform. And with ConvertKit, we do have an amazing option to... Um, see cold subscribers. So anyone who hasn't opened an email from us within the last 90 days. From that, we can then email them, ask them if they'd like to stay on my list, give them an option to click, and and we'll keep them on my list. But anyone who doesn't gets deleted. And this has always been something that I've done in my business because at the end of the day, I only want people on my email list who actually want to be there. Now, of course, with the iOS update, you might still have people who, you know, aren't really opening your emails, but it looks like they are. But again, not everyone's using iMail. I mean, I'm using Gmail over here because I don't even have an Apple product. But that's beside the point. We won't get into that whole hoo-ha. It's still effective, right? And one of the things that you still want to do is make sure that anyone who isn't opening your emails is removed because that will affect your deliverability and your likelihood to go to spam. So I am doing this every 90 days. We'll always do it kind of following a launch um, because it, I think it's just really, really important to do. Obviously, if your list is small, you can stretch this out a little bit longer, but keeping a healthy list is incredibly important. So whatever email marketing platform you're choosing, make sure that you are 
ultimately, um, you know, keeping it clean. <laughs> Keep it clean over here. So it might shock you that that actually plays a role in your copy, but one of the key things is deliverability when it comes to email marketing. So you can have the most amazing copy, but people aren't getting it because it's going to promotions or spam because you've got all these people who aren't opening your emails, all right? So this is actually one of the keys to better email copywriting. The other element of this, and then I swear I'm going to break it all down for you. The other element of this is that you want a list of targeted prospects. So time and time again, as I am supporting entrepreneurs and building their business and, you know, elevating their marketing and growing their email list, I will work with clients who say that they moved over an email list from a previous business and they just have been contacting them. Or they got a list from an event and they just added it. Or please don't do this, but they bought emails. Like don't do any of that. All you're doing is decreasing the likelihood that your email list is going to convert. You want to make sure that your email list is full of your target customer, your ideal customer. Otherwise, what's the point? You're going to have a fancy number, but no sales to show for it? No, thank you. That should not be your goal. I'd rather you have an email list of 100 targeted customers than 1,000 random people. And so one of the ways that you will help your email copy convert is that very first step of how are people getting onto your email list. So not only do you want to make keep a healthy email list and make sure that anyone that joins you know, is actually opening your emails or is removed if they're not. But you also want to make sure that you're bringing in quality leads through your lead magnet. Now, again, I talked a little bit more in depth about that in episode 33, so make sure you tune into that. This is also something that we teach inside of Brand Mary Academy, and I'll be talking a little bit more about it on my upcoming workshop as well. But you want to make sure that you are getting people who are actually a good fit for your offer. Otherwise, you're going to have a really big email list. You can write the best email and nothing is going to happen. All right? Okay. So now we can get into some email, specific email copy tips now that we got that out of the way. So one of the things that I believe every email, it's one of the things, there are four elements to a really strong email, in my opinion. And I think when you can break down an email into these four elements, you will, it'll make your life so much easier. And every email that I am writing or creating in my business is focused on these four elements. So the very first one is your subject line. Now, why is this so important? Because it ultimately will lead to your open rate, right? The second piece is the hook. What you are saying in the first two to three sentences is so important. And I'm, in each of these, I'm going to break down and give you my top tip for each of these steps. The third is the body. So the big chunk of the email, what you're ultimately delivering, what you've promised in the subject line, what you're asking them to do. And then the send-off. What happens at the very end of your email? So these four core elements, subject, hook, body, and send-off. Now, let's talk about each of these elements and my favorite, favorite way to improve your copywriting in each of them. So let's talk about the subject line first. Obviously, your subject line is the most important thing that you will write in your email because people aren't opening your email 
it doesn't matter how amazing the body of your email is or what you're asking them to do. They haven't opened it. They can't see it. So your subject line is very, very important. My top tip for you with your subject line is to pique curiosity. Now, sometimes my clients are like, I don't want to be clickbaity, right? If you think about it as clickbaity, then guess what? You sound clickbaity. But if your idea in your mind is, I want to intrigue my reader, I want to pique curiosity. I want to make it so that they are like, ooh, I need to open this email. Because let's face it, we get so many emails every single day. If you're not trying to pique their curiosity, then they're not going to open the email, all right? So you really want to think about ways to ask questions in the subject line. Use very specific language that you know your audience resonates with. I know that my audience responds well to numbers. So if I'm like, four tips for this, four ways to do this, right? In my normal newsletters that I send with my YouTube and my podcast, I really focus on that because I know numbers are a big driver. I also know that my audience loves questions. Um, Another thing are kind of like, posting something that feels a little off the wall, you know? So maybe I write a whole email and I'm comparing, I don't know, marketing to being a unicorn. My subject line might be unicorn, period. So really start thinking about ways to pique curiosity so that your audience actually opens your email. Questions are a great one. I'm just going to put that in there one more time. Questions are a great one. Okay, now let's move down to the hook. Speaking of questions... (laughs) Your hook, which again are the first two to three lines of your email, should hook your audience. Just like any page on your website, a sales page, a video, a blog, anything that you're doing, you have to hook your audience. You only have a few seconds. And so those first few sentences need to do that. This is not the time for you to say like, hey, oh, Since the last time we spoke, I've been just blah, 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 or I know it's been a minute, right? Like this is not time to be passive. This is time to be direct. Get to it. Get to the point. And this is a great place to ask questions. If you ever wonder how to start an email, ask your audience questions about what you know they're going through, whether that's what they're experiencing in terms of, you know, a struggle or a pain point, what they ultimately want. That's a really fantastic way to pull them in using that ideal customer copy that you've done from your ideal customer research and and presenting that in your email. So asking questions is great. Really making strong statements is fantastic. You're ultimately setting up your email, but it shouldn't be a slow setup. It shouldn't be gradual. It should be like, boom, this is what we're here for, all right? That is going to increase your click-through rates and people actually reading your freaking email, all right? The third piece is the body. Now, raise your hand if you know what I'm going to say. It starts with an S. Story, right? Of course. Storytelling is so powerful because it builds empathy and authority. And when you're sending an email where you're sharing maybe a cool piece of content that you created, Maybe you want to build a connection with your audience. Maybe you want to position yourself with authority because you're going to be asking for a sale. Storytelling is a fantastic fantastic way to do that. And so always look for opportunities in the body of your email to share a story. Now, one of the things that I teach inside of the academy 
uh, in our storytelling section is the use of micro stories. And so I want you to remember that stories don't just, they don't have to be, you know, three, four paragraphs. They can be single sentences. And so you don't have to tell like your freaking life story in every email, but have some sort of storytelling component. And again, I have so much content on my blog, in my programs, all of that around brand storytelling. So I'm not going to like hang out here too much. We'll be talking more about it in the upcoming workshop. But just look for those opportunities where you can connect with your audience. Because one of the things that we know works so well in moving potential customers through the buying process from taking them from email subscriber to client is connection and relationship building. And nothing does that better than the power of storytelling. And then that leads us to the fourth line, which is ultimately the send off. This is, I like to do this after the signature. So I'm a big fan of having a signature in your email. I think it's super personal. And that's the PS line. I don't, it w- I would be hard-pressed to find an email that I have sent without a PS line in the past like three or four years. We know that the PS line is typically the second most read line of an email. We know number one is a subject line because they have to read that to open it. And then we also know that a lot of people will scan an email all the way to the bottom. And so anything that you're mentioning, any CTA that you're mentioning inside of your email, you want to reiterate in the PS line. So if you're asking someone to click through and, you know, watch a video, give them the link again in the PS line. If you're asking for someone to purchase something, remind them of that in the PS line. Anything like that um, that you want them to do. It's a fantastic place to just get that one last touch point and incredibly powerful. So again, we've got these four core elements, subject, hook, body, and send off. With the subject, you want to pique curiosity because they need to open your email in the first place. With the hook, you want to pull them in with very specific language that they resonate with. And asking questions is a really great way to do that. The body of the email, ultimately what you're sharing with them, whether that's tips, you're asking them to click through to watch a video, you're asking them to purchase something, you're sharing a client testimonial, it doesn't matter. Always focus on incorporating some element of storytelling to help build that relationship and build that connection. And then finally, don't forget that send-off. Don't forget that PS line because you will have people who scan your emails. It's naive to think that someone's reading your entire email. Not every single person is doing that, but we don't want to miss out on those people who are interested but maybe strapped for time. And so they're scanning the email and we catch them at the end. I'll often actually play with this a little bit and say, P.S., I see you scanning my emails. Just wanted to let you know I have a free class coming up that I don't want you to miss. Click here, right? So you can even play with it and make it kind of fun. In my class, um, where I'm going to be teaching how to, you know, convert email subscribers fast, I am going to be sharing a little bit more about using story in the PS line. So again, if you want to go ahead and get tickets for that, go to brandmary.com slash email to get your tickets so you don't miss out on that. Okay, I've got one last thing for you when it comes to email because I can't do an email podcast episode without talking about photos. Okay, (laughs) because I feel like this is such a big one. So 
I get this question a lot like, okay, well, if I'm writing this copy, you know, should I put photos in there? Should I, you know, should I change the color of stuff? I want to make it really cute and fancy and on brand. What should I be focused on? Here's kind of my hard rule when it comes to quote unquote prettying up your emails. Try not to add too much. Now, from time to time, you will see me do this, especially if we're launching something and I have a lot of screenshots or client testimonials that I definitely want you to see in my emails. But majority of the time, I'm not adding a lot of photos to my emails. I'm not adding, I'm not embedding a ton of things because every time you do that, you're adding additional back-end HTML code to the email. So every time you change a color, every time you uh, add in a photo, a button, a countdown timer, any of that stuff, you're adding additional HTML, which then as it, as you send out that email and it's getting scanned by all the email platforms, if there's too much added on, it can trigger the spam filter. And so you really want to make sure that you're not just prettying up your emails to pretty them up. It's not it's not going to make that big of a difference. So I'm of the hard rule of like, keep it basic, deliver awesome email copy, focus on the subject line, focus on storytelling. Of course, add a photo if it's relevant. Of course, add a, you know, a GIF if it's relevant, but try not to add too much. Really keep it simple. I also get a question in regards to copy of, you know, Should I be talking about one thing specifically? What if I want to send a weekly newsletter that has like, you know, four different things I want them to know? I want you to experiment this, experiment with this as it relates to your own brand. Because I do believe that every brand is different and we need to adjust marketing strategies to our brand based on our audience. So for instance, I know a lot of marketers who have awesome success with sending like a weekly recap email that says like, oh, this was the YouTube video. This was my podcast. This was my blog. This is my offer. I've experimented with that a few times in my business and my audience, it just does not work that well. The open rates are typically lower and the click-through rates are actually lower. Whereas if I just send one email focused on one core piece of content, my audience responds. And so I don't have a hard and fast rule for you for this one, but I would encourage you to start simple and then maybe add on a few more things. Pay attention to your information. Pay attention to what you see happening and adjust. If you find that when you add more things, your click-through rate goes down drastically or so on and so forth, you might need to make some adjustments with that. So my rule of thumb is keep it basic don't try and add a ton of photos or fancy it up or, you know, make it all brand beautiful. Look, I'm a brand strategist, okay? My emails are basic AF and I'm fine with it. I remember my third year of business and I actually got an email from someone that said, I'm a fellow entrepreneur. How are you getting your emails into my primary box on Gmail? And I was like, because my emails are simple. Like they're not No spam filters are going off. Now, I do know that like since then and since all of the changes, some of my emails might go to the promotions folder, which is why you should definitely star them and add them to your primary folder. But the reality is that the more basic and simple your emails are, the better deliverability that you will have. 
So as you can see, there are a lot of different factors that go into improving your email copy. It's not just what you're writing. We also have to think about the quality of our list, that there are people who actually want to hear what we have to say. We want to keep that healthy list like we talked about. We want to make sure that we're not bombarding our emails with CTAs and a million different photos that are going to weigh it down. We want to try and keep it really simple and focus on the copy. And if you can follow this four-part framework and make sure you're touching on these points, that's going to be a fantastic way to start elevating your email marketing strategy. As I mentioned before, I'm going to be sharing even more tips specifically on how to convert email subscribers fast, like into sales fast in my upcoming workshop that's going to be happening on March 24th. So you can go ahead and get tickets now. They are on sale. You can go to brandmary.com slash email to get your ticket and to join us for this live workshop. It's going to be a two-hour workshop. And when you get your ticket, you of course can join us live and you will also get the replay and any supportive materials that we send out as well. So be sure to check out brandmary.com dot com slash email to get your tickets. All right, y'all. Next week, I've got a special episode, which is all about finding clients online. Should you be finding clients online or should they be finding you? I'll answer it next week. As always, if you have any follow-up questions from this episode, please reach out to me on Instagram. You can find me at Michelle Knight Co. over on Instagram. Send me a DM. Let's have a conversation. And if this email is really, if this email, oh geez, if this podcast was really helpful for you, please consider writing a review over on Apple Podcasts. It's incredibly helpful in getting the podcast out there to as many people as possible. I will be back next week with a new episode. Have a fantastic rest of your week and we'll talk soon.